Hello, welcome to the Conscious Spirit Podcast. I'm Mary Lynn, and I am starting a new series on how I live without my addictions. Yes, addictions, plural. Um, what I want to talk about today is kind of an overview of my experience, my opinions, and my direct connection with source on the, um, on the subject of, um, addiction, sobriety, recovery, and what it looks like, um, from as many different perspectives as I can bring you. So first I want to talk about, um, the different types of addiction. So there is of course, what everybody thinks of um, when you think about addiction, and that is alcohol and drugs. Um, those being two very, very major um, addictions, um, causing major issues in people's lives. I know firsthand um, the um, the horrific um, tearing apart of life that alcohol can do. I'm sober 12 years, nine months, and days. Uh, I hopefully will turn to see 13 years, 14 years, on and on and on and on. Um, but I am in recovery uh, from alcohol. And let me tell you what that means for me, <coughs> excuse me, is that I live every day with the intention of not using alcohol. Um, do I consciously think of that these days? Not 24-7. Not like um, I did at the beginning. Now, I just live my life. Uh, thank goodness um, for the spiritual journey that I'm on because it's allowing me even more healing um, than I have experienced in, in um, my sobriety journey alone. But recovery doesn't mean just not using um, that substance or uh, participating in an activity or using a behavior, uh, being involved in a behavior, uh, because those are really the three different types um, of addiction uh, that I have experienced, um, the substance, the activities, and the behaviors. But recovery, um, like I said, in, in addition to not just participating in the behavior or using the substance, uh, it is about learning why you became addicted in the first place. What needs were you trying to get met? What are your triggers uh, that triggered that behavior? Um, what are those signals that you can look out for? What type of thought patterns did you have um, before, during, and after? Um, because they're in my experience, there were very significant thought patterns 
um, before I would get drunk, while I was drunk, and then the morning after. Um, and that really falls true even when you get into like the behaviors. Um, but back to the, what does recovery mean? Um, so you, you're, you're finding out all of these things about yourself and the triggers, the, the signals, the thought patterns, um, in the indicators, which all of those are indicators, right? And then what is your willingness? What is your willingness level to change and to heal all of those, uh, all of that wounding to change the adopted thinking that had created, uh, been created in your mind. Um, so recovery is, is so much more than just not using or not participating. Um, so I mentioned substance uh, abuse activities and behaviors. So the substance addiction would be the alcohol, um, the drugs, the heroin, the cocaine, um, the opioids, um, cigarettes even are a substance because they do alter your reality. Um, I've never been a addicted smoker, but I did smoke occasionally when I was drinking and it alleviated stress. So it is, um, it does alter you. The, um, food even can be a substance. Um, food can be a huge addiction. Um, whether it be, um, depriving yourself of food or overindulging in food. Um, so food just in and of itself can be an addiction. And then of course there can be, um, specific foods that we can become addicted to, um, in, I'm, I'm, I wanted to say in a lesser sense, but the reality is no, it's, it's not in a lesser sense. And I say that because when I was drinking, I loved spice drops. Um, in fact, I would have to have my husband hide the spice drops or I would eat them until I was sick. Um, after I, uh, quit drinking. When I got sober, I bought spice drops because I thought that would help me uh, with my cravings that I was having. Well, I I know that there are multiple reasons for it, but what I finally realized was when I would eat the spice drops, especially when I would overindulge, which was very easy for me, I would have the same behavior that I would have when I was drunk. Uh, and, and the behavior that, that it was so alarming, it was rage. Um, I remember one afternoon eating some spice drops and then I don't, I don't remember what the incident was, what was, what happened or what was said. I flew off the handle. I may have been home alone actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, 
something didn't go the way I thought it was supposed to go. And I exploded. And I remember going, my gosh, that was just like being in an, in a, in almost blackout drunk. Um, because I would get so rageful. It was very frightening. And the bag of spice drops. Um, oh, I could, I, I was home alone because I remember now when my husband got home from work, I gave him the bag and said, take these to work. You eat them. You give them away. I don't care. Or I'm, go- I'm, they're going in the garbage. I cannot have spice drops. I have not had a spice drop since. Um, I look at a spice drop now and I might as well be smelling, um, a bottle of, of booze because it's just, it's so, um, Blah, awful. Lost my word. But um, anyway, I don't have spice drops anymore um, because it triggered um, a similar behavior. So I told that story because I wanted to say that food addictions can be lesser than um, like a, a, a heavy substance addiction, but not really. It can still be so detrimental um, to, to us. So, um, there's our substances. Um, and no, I didn't name them all and I'm, you know, that's okay. Activities, gambling, shopping, oh, shopping. Oh, I don't even want to talk about shopping. Um, luckily I have not had a severe shopping addiction, but I do know people that have had severe shopping addictions and they are just as detrimental to um, your self-esteem, to the family unit, to your everyday life as anything else. Sex, um, sex addictions are, are huge uh, and hugely dangerous. Um, and then there are the behaviors and you might be thinking, behaviors, what do you mean? I mean, codependency, victimhood, martyrdom, gossip, um, people bashing, insults, things that you do or say that become habitual and eventually become an addiction. Um, the, the habit comes first and, uh, a lot of those, uh, behaviors may not to some people fit in the category of addiction. I disagree. Um, I fully believe that we can become addicted into a behavior. Uh, and I say that partly because I've experienced it. Um, addiction has been called um, a disease, uh, and that is because the brain doesn't function um, the same way when a, in an in an addict of any kind. It doesn't function the same way in it in an addiction as it does with normal people, everyday people. Um, we have a, um, a pleasure center, um, 
what do they call them? Reward pathways in our brain. The reward pathway, um, I'm going to use alcohol. You have a drink and you get halfway through your, your double finger of bourbon, right? Take a couple of sips and a little time has gone by and you realized, oh gosh, I feel so much better. Tension in my shoulders is gone. I've let go of my day. I'm, I'm really not stressing. I know I have to face that tomorrow, but it's okay. I can deal with that tomorrow. I don't have to deal with it now. You finish your two fingers of bourbon. Your reward pathways have been rewarded. They recognize that you were rewarded. Um, the pleasure center, they're, they're all, I believe they're all connected. The pleasure center, the reward pathways. Um, your pleasure center was satiated. It recognized that you had, you were, you received pleasure from that drink. Now, in addiction, um, I am not a scientist. I am not a doctor. I, I don't claim to, you know, know the science of all of this. Um, but the, the center in our brain, um, one of two things happen or they both happen or I don't know how the brain works. So they might be two different things, but the, Pleasure circuits or the re reward pathways do not recognize that reward. You drink that full thing, that, that two fingers of bourbon, you drink that down and you're like, where's my reward? Okay, I'm going to have another one. I, sh I should get my reward here. Don't get the reward. So you keep drinking. You're chasing that reward. Or you're your pathways is overloaded. It's, it's like overwhelmed, like, whoa, that was such an awesome reward. It's like, like, boom, you're like instant gratification and it's overwhelming. And you end up chasing that overwhelm because it, it doesn't stay that way. It doesn't stay that intense. So you, you feed it more and more and more trying to reach that. You're still chasing. You're chasing that ah is what it is. It's that ah moment where you can go, ah, okay. I can relax now and be done but you're chasing that. So whatever it is that happens in the brain, whether it isn't recognizing the reward or it's super flooded and overwhelmed and you're trying to, to chase that feeling, the brain isn't operating in the normal way it is designed where you can just have a drink, a partial drink and you're fine. Same and this, the same goes to whether you are um, drinking, smoking, popping pills, gambling, shopping, having sex. 
you're in codependency, you're in victim mode. The only difference, which I'm not going to talk about, is I'm not going to talk about the actual physical, at least not today. Um, I will, I will at some point. Um, I am not talking about the physical addiction that our body um, becomes dependent. That dependency that our body has um, on uh, something like um, heroin. I don't know enough about um, heroin and how it interacts with the body to speak to that addiction. I will at some point, though, talk about, um, not today, but, but in another podcast, I will talk about how alcohol affects the physical body because I know that. I lived through that. Um, so I will, I will speak to that. Um, but right now, I'm talking about how the brain reacts and doesn't react to to aid us in our addiction. Um, and at first it becomes, usually it becomes a habit uh, and then it becomes an addiction. Uh, I have heard that with certain drugs, um, it takes one time and your body is addicted to it. Um, don't know how that works. Um, thank you, spirit, that I uh, have not had to go down that road. Um, not my journey in this lifetime. Um, probably has been in a lifetime or more. Um, because I know as a, um, as a child, um, adolescent, young, starting high school, um, I mean, drugs were everywhere. My friends were doing drugs and I was so, I knew without a doubt, if I tried anything, I would become addicted. Um, alcohol didn't scare me because alcohol wasn't frowned upon. Everybody had alcohol and, uh, you know, you, you didn't die from alcohol. Found out that's not true. That is so not true. Um, luckily I didn't find out firsthand or I wouldn't be here. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry, I got in my own way and got a little off track there. Um, but so I'm, if you're listening to this and you know firsthand about, um, addiction, the physical body addiction with drugs, and you don't agree with something I say, please know I am ignorant in the area of drugs because I have stayed away from drugs out of fear. Um, so uh, please feel free to um, put in the comments um, if you... Uh, have an experience um, that is other than what I say and you would like to share it with me, I am very open to anything that I can learn. Uh, so I, I appreciate that. Um, I also ask that you be kind 
Um, and I don't mean any disrespect if I say something that does not land for you directly. Um, if you um, experience addiction um, and recovery or recovery um, in any capacity. My intention on doing this series is to um, hopefully reach someone that needs to hear what I'm saying, um, whether that's to start their own journey in recovery, someone who is uh, in recovery that is feeling alone, um, and to to really share some knowledge with people that um, that don't know anything about uh, being in recovery or addiction. Um, you know, there there is there is a group of people out there uh, that believes we just make poor choices, that we have no self control, and it goes so far beyond that, so far far beyond that. Um. So those, those are, you know, some of my intentions, um, in, in doing this podcast. Whew. Okay. It's time for me to get grounded again, get back in my channel. Um, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, the behaviors, um, the codependency, the um, victimhood, the martyrdom, uh, the gossip, the bad-mouthing people. I know in my personal life that I, I fully believe that I have been addicted to codependency. I believe that I was at one time addicted to being a victim. And it's been through my spiritual journey that I have been able to recognize that both of those things were a huge problem for me. And to learn how to start my recovery in both of those areas and to learn what triggers me to want to fall back into those behaviors. The, the, the biggest difference I'm going to say between a behavior addictions such as codependency or victimhood, gossip, and the substance or the activity like the gambling, sex, shopping. The, the biggest difference is with those behaviors, we are more than likely going to slip back into that behavior periodically throughout our life, <coughs> excuse me, because as humans, we are here 
to heal. And those behaviors are, um, huge indicators that some wounding is coming up. Some wounding is being shown to us for us to dive in a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper, and to uh, really heal more of those layers uh, of that wounding uh, until we can get not only to the core of it, but to that crazy underground garage um, that maybe you've heard Pam and I mention. So um, I do not take lightly addiction and recovery, but I do feel that it is very important to include these behaviors um, because we can become addicted to them and they are um, they're detrimental to us. And if we become addicted to um, codependency and victimhood, those, those are two of my, um, have been two of my struggles. So I keep using them. But when we are fully in those behaviors, um, we are really sabotaging ourselves. Self-sabotage, um, is self-sabotage makes a difficult life more difficult. We make life harder than it has to be because life is hard enough on its own uh, without us sabotaging ourselves through these behaviors. So I, um, I do plan on shedding more light on uh, the differences um, between an addiction to a substance uh, or an activity um, to a behavior. Uh, and uh, I don't, I don't know how many uh, episodes will be in this series. Um, I, I think there's going to be uh, quite a few and I look forward to explore, ex exploring what those are going to be. Uh, and, um, if you have any thoughts uh, on something you would like me to talk about in the area of um, addiction or recovery, please, please put them uh, in the comments. Uh, all of our links um, are below our website, tcseverydaypsychics.com. Um, of course, we have this podcast YouTube channel. We also have... Um, the main podcast at theconsciousspirit.net. Uh, so I think this must be the perfect time to wrap this up. I am uh, very grateful for uh, the opportunity to share um, my experience, my journey, and uh, welcome to uh, the journey with me. Take care, and I will see you soon. Bye.